0: Hello and welcome to Motoring First. Today we're talking about a scooter, we're talking about electric, we're talking about TVS, and uh, that's about as much as I know about it, except that it's called the X. That's right. So Shumi, I know all this about this scooter. That's a lot, yeah. (laughs) But the one thing that I really remember it for is that it's not the most expensive TVS, but it is an expensive scooter. Yes. So what's it like? Uh, I don't know. What? <laughs> okay, you no. just went and rode it, right? now. Okay.
1: So, let me be absolutely clear that from a normal motoring first, we would normally have put between 100 to 250 kilometers on a vehicle in real-world conditions. The TVS-X is an exception because we, I've ridden the scooter for something like 7-8 kilometers what? under controlled conditions. So, I have a very, very limited experience of this scooter. So, I will be able to tell you what they've tried to do. But I don't have a way of telling you how much they've succeeded or what the promise of this scooter is in the real world, I'm telling you this from the beginning, it's not a review, it's just a sense of what you might expect from the scooter when we finally get to see it in its final shape on the road etc, etc. But
0: it's on sale already, right?
1: Bookings are open. they originally said they'd start delivering by November. Okay. Now they're saying they'd start delivering by December. Even that, if you remember, was a Bengaluru first and other cities later thing. Hmm. So the schedule is already behind by a month. Hmm. And remember, TVS did the same kind of thing for the TVS ST, the IQ ST. And the IQ ST is still missing in action.
0: Okay. First, the first time you actually saw it was in Dubai when they had the global unveil. Yes. Uh, now you've seen it in the open, yes. the design seemed a little uh, scattered. Uh,
1: Uh, It's not scattered, Uh, I think the issue is that they had the right intent which is we showed the Creon and we wanted to build a scooter that is as production close to the uh, Creon as possible Mm. which is admirable and we've seen other manufacturers globally do this where they show a car at a motor show or a bike at a motor show and say wow the response was so great we're going to build this. Absolutely, Creon was awesome. But when that happens within two or three years of that concept being shown in the production by coming out we are in design terms in the same phase of design globally but i think moved from uh, high embellishment high adornment high detailed designs to really minimalistic designs today right so uh, if you take the cyber truck as an example from tesla mm-hmm. the cyber truck is minimalist at the other end of the spectrum where you're in shock as to how yeah. minimalist it is right we're heading in that direction So this design is very striking. It's very unique. There is no way you'll confuse the uh, TVS-X for anything else. But is it in sync with what's going on with global design today? No, I think it's a little too busy for that. Mm. And TVS have not helped themselves. So for example, the bolt-on aluminium subframe at the back is blue. The calipers are blue, the scooter is red, the aluminium mainframe is silver, the plastics are black. None of the plastics are untextured and the textures on the plastic are also an interplay of glossy surfaces and matte surfaces. Plus, TVS likes to do their little labels, right? Super stiff frame, yeah. synchro, whatever. So, between this, this is a really busy scooter. Right. Like, for example, the rear uh, uh, pillion foot pegs swing out on a hinged subframe. That's in black and it's, it's hidden in the scooter. It's one less thing to look at. I like it. So, is the Creon slash X a good looking scooter? Yes. Right. Today, I don't know that it is in sync with what's going on, but it will
0: certainly stand out because there's no other thing like it right now. Because when I think about uh, the X, I automatically think about the spine, right? Because that's where you see that frame and then I think about the spine and I think about colours. I don't get a face of the scooter right away. I think about these elements before yes. I come to the. face. Yeah,
1: you're you're not seeing the front of the scooter in your head when you're your eyes. Seeing the side of the scooter. Correct. Yeah, I get. I get and, it. and and that's rear, where
0: that sense of busyness, I guess. Comes and at from. the rear,
1: it's busier because when the tail goes up to the tail light, mm-hmm. even that is not a clean line. There's also things that stick out, and there's fins and stuff going on in there. But and,
0: like we'd seen them do this even with the NTOC. Remember when it came out that we said, "Oh my God, there are lots of so many smaller panels going on." Yeah. And but the end talk. Work. You remember an n talk face, right? Straight away. Yeah. This That hasn't happened for me with this. Yes, and I think the gap from the Creon to the X is so long
1: that we have a vague memory of what the Crayon is, mm. but not a clarity about what the Creon is, right? So TVS have done that vertical headlight with four uh, LED units as a headlight and one LED unit as a DRL and it has a pattern and when you switch it on, it blinks in certain complicated ways and stuff. Okay, fair. But the two red panels that go next to it, you don't have a clear memory of that shape. Right. So, yes, I think this design could have been improved if it was uh, calmed down a little bit and put more in sync with what we expect from global design today. Um, opportunity and a missed opportunity both sides. So, have they been very clever about how the Creon was and what the X looks like? Yes. Mm. Is it in sync with what's going on? I think there could have been better sync.
0: Okay. Um, It looks like a maxi scooter.
1: Right. And it's sized like a maxi scooter also. So, it's a pretty decently sized scooter. You
0: will not think of it as small or compact. Okay. It's a spacious, large looking machine, no doubt so about it. So, the Bergman which looks like a maxi scooter but isn't sized like that, this is significantly bigger than…
1: And on the Bergman, you've got uh, a 10-inch wheel at the back unless you buy the one specific edition that has a 12 and that's a skinny wheel and so the Bergman sort of looks like Jim Bro. <laughs> I did upper body work and I forgot my legs, right? The X is far more proportionate than that. Mm. Uh, you've got a 110 section tire at the back, so it doesn't look under-tired and stuff. Okay. And you know that TVS does great frames. Right. So even here, I think they've got the visual proportion in
0: that sense and the performance and handling both more or less in the right place. Okay. Uh, so, is that spine being used for something? Is it, is it like a battery or is it, is there some space under that that's being used for something? So, it's a genuine sh- spine chassis in that sense. So it's a twin spar aluminium frame in the middle
1: of which the battery pack is mounted. Okay. Behind the battery pack is the motor. Okay. Uh, their cooling mechanism uses a little bit of RAM air functions. So, okay. above the battery in the front, between the fork legs as it were, is an intake okay. and that intake feeds air to the motor at the back. So, they're saying they've found enough thermal stability to not have to do any more than this. Okay, uh, I did discuss with uh, them how they're cooling the battery so effectively uh, because my question was if you've done so much, if the scooter is so expensive, you might as well have done liquid cooling. Mm. So, they explained to me that you're thinking of liquid cooling as a radiator and water jackets mm. but there are chemical ways to do the same thing mm. but they have a more complicated cooling mechanism than you think visually it is an air-cooled mechanism and on this day in those 14 kilometers on a reasonably cool Bangalore day, I couldn't get it to misbehave heat-wise. What will actually happen in the real world, we'll have to find out. Okay, can we get to the basics, a few numbers, Uh, price-wise it's at the? Two and a half lakh rupees ex-showroom is the price currently being quoted, Uh, it's at bookings, I think you pay five thousand to book, fully refundable, Mm -hmm. first deliveries will only be to Bengaluru as we've already said and then TVS will expand quickly. I'm assuming the iCube network which is a subset of the TVS network is where all of these ex- Will go, but I have not been given a timeline as to how this expansion rolls out.
0: So that pegs it at about 60, 70,000 bucks more than everything else out there?
1: No, it will be much more because the uh, ethos, etc., after the fame subsidy and all of that drama, is they're still at 150, 60, 70 Correct. This is two and a half.
0: Correct. So I'm saying non-subsidized because this will not get subsidy.
1: This is well beyond fame from the beginning. And I think in this particular case, the chargers aren't bundled. So you'll okay. pay 250 for the scooter. Uh, I think the cheapest charger is a 900 watt or 950 watt charger, which is I think 16,000 rupees. Mm. Then there's a three kilowatt option, which you pay. I'm going to say another 12 or 16,000 rupees for. I'm not able to remember the number. Okay. So if you add up the cost and then taxation or whatever, whatever, this will become a three lakh, three lakh twenty thousand rupees scooter. So any which weighs
0: at least a lakh more than any other electric
1: scooter. In fact, the price was the big sticking point even at the Dubai event because Mm. when everybody said two and a half lakh rupees electric scooter, TVS has lost it and remember the charger prices were not in the part of that conversation. So it's actually Mm. two and a half plus if you take the uh, expensive charger, the three kilowatt charger, it's almost three lakh rupees X, Mm. then comes taxation. So I think TVS is building a halo product, right? This scooter will go to a limited number of people who are willing to invest that kind of money into an electric vehicle. It's a demonstration of technology. Right. It's a demonstration of something that the Europeans and the Americans might gravitate more towards than Indians at the current state. And TVS very clearly is now has global ambitions and they want to be a bigger name globally. So, they're creating products that may not
0: fit our timelines right now, but they might fit a global timeline somewhere else. But I think that's awesome that they, for TVS, like what you spoke about the battery pack, right? That them having found a solution which is simpler and works quietly in the background is just so TVS. Yeah. Trust them to find something yeah. that's simple and does the job, right? Yeah. Uh, and for them to do something like this, which mm-hmm. is really out there in terms, outrageous, seems like a new mode of TVS, which is interesting, I think. Yeah, but I'm not... Completely convinced by this new mode
1: of TVS either. Because if you look at TVS's communications for the RTR310, for the TVS X, it's a lot of gizmo, gizmo, gadget, gadget technology, right. technology. But I think TVS is an engineering organization.
0: And so so I'm, I'm going there. I'm going there. I'm going there. Go for it. If it's this expensive, I'm expecting it to be wow in terms of its hardware. Yeah. So um, And I already rate the IQ very highly. So yes. this is like a sporty, fun uh, electric. Is that where it's going? I can't give you a clear, definitive answer saying, yes, this is sporty
1: and fun. No, I mean on specs, like battery, battery pack range. So, see the battery pack is 4.44 kilowatts. It's an NMC battery, not LFP. Uh, And so it gives you a rated range of 140 kilometers ARAI, which if you think about it is not, oh, it's not mind blown. Right. Yeah. And then normally our experience is you'll get about 70% of that in real world use. So that's a hundred kilometer battery. Yeah. So your mind is already not blown. No. In terms of performance, it's a seven kilowatt continuous output, going up to about eleven kilowatts max output. So let's th- think about that as uh, ten or eleven bhp steady, and about fifteen bhp maxed. Mm. Is your mind blown yet? Not yet. So if you uh, the rated torque is forty newton meters. Mm. Now there is a difference in performance. So where the aethers, Et etc claim three point three seconds or three point six seconds is where the range is for zero to forty kilometers an hour acceleration. This thing is two point nine. Okay. So is it quicker? yes mm. is it so quick that you're like oh yeah this is awesome no i don't think so top speed uh, top speed is 105. yeah so i think that in the city environment where the edge case numbers like full acceleration and full top speed are not a big challenge i think this will be a fun scooter to write mm-hmm. but when you take the universe of the scooter and narrow it down to, hey, what does it do by itself? Mm. Then I don't think this is going to be a super, super exciting scooter. It'll be a fun scooter. I also spoke to a couple of other journalists, like I spoke to Jehan at uh, Echo, and the reason why we had to speak is because the limited amount of time that we rode the scooter, so everybody was just sort of checking, did you feel the same way or not, mm. right? In that process, uh, the idea is did you have like fun on the scooter? It was not the same mood that we had after we experienced warp mode for the first time. Right. Right. It's a practical scooter. I don't think it'll get in your way. But will you think about it? It's f- yeah, so much fun. I think it is a little bit more muted than that.
0: I mean, it's it's an export oriented product. Is that it?
1: Again, in the European or American environment where there's less chaos, I don't know that The fact that it that is not as fast as you expect it to be is going to be this much of a conversation.
0: I'm confused.
1: Yeah, me too. Okay, me too. And again, I only rode the scooter for 11-12 kilometers inside the factory in a couple of environments. We will still I'll still want to verify it out on the street. But is this a product that I think is going to be mind blown? Mm, I have a feeling that no, it's not going to get quite there. Okay, let's talk about the practical stuff. Did it feel heavy? No, it doesn't feel uh, unnecessarily heavy. There is a sense of heft to it. There is a sense of size to it. You get used to it pretty reasonably quickly. So the handling is as usual excellent. The TVS track has that big long left. Mm. Uh, I got two sessions of two laps each. But by the first lap, I was almost scraping stuff, by the second lap, I was scraping stuff. So no confidence issues there. Right. In the process, I discovered that while TVS doesn't didn't tell us that they do this, there is a certain lean angle at which they cut off the torque. So it's not zero, but it's not increasing anymore. So I'd get to that lean angle, I think it's was 77 on one scooter, 78 on the other, and 78 on the third one. I wrote three scooters in total. And at that point, it would just not give me any more uh, acceleration, although I was ready for it. Oh. So then on the last laps I started cheating by lifting the scooter and keeping my body there and then I'd get acceleration out of it. Right. So maybe TVS will recalibrate the lean angle and let's assume that that was say 38 degrees. So maybe that cutoff will now come at 39 or 40 degrees. Hmm. But there is no traction control, there's no ABS at the back and stuff so they're being a little conservative about it as TVS normally would. Right. Will it be in your way? No, this is an extreme case but in every other case it accelerates well, it turns really nicely. It sits at lean angles with confidence. The only thing I would change on the dynamic side is that it's single-channel ABS. Rear is disc but not ABS and oh. I can't feel when the lockup is coming. Okay. So, every time I brake hard on the scooter, I would always lock the rear. Mm. And over these six laps, I could not tell where that point was. Okay. So, I can trust the front. There'll be no issues. If nothing else, ABS will kick in. Rear, I could not tell.
0: So, I wish there was a little bit more feedback in the mm. rear Levo. I want you to know that we've been to TVS's track at Horsul in the past many times. Yeah. And we've ridden things which are, you would you would laugh off as mundane. Like, you know, but we, like right now, just talking about it, I'm getting goosebumps thinking back to the Zest. Yeah. The kind of fun we had. So yeah. like, you know, how TVS can engineer even the smallest of vehicles and the most everyday vehicles. Zest, they had categorized as a women's, ladies scooter, small, petty thing. Yeah. But all of us went back to TVS and said again and again, why don't you just bring it in black or grey because it was in all those yeah. poppy colours, right? Yeah, pinks and blues. Yeah. You yeah. said, get it, guys. We want to recommend this to guys, right? And yeah. guys just kind of balk at the pink and the mm. blue like that. And still, we know guys who bought the blues, right? Yeah. They can make the small, simple vehicles also so much fun. So, yeah. that was where I was coming for. Yeah. F- coming so, from for the X. Yeah,
1: so I had fun. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But… Was it like a scintillating experience like the Zest was? No, it was very calm, confident, calculated even, but uh, outrageous? No, this this is not going to feel like an outrageously good electric scooter, I think it's going to feel like an extremely competent electric scooter. Right. But for our Halo product, maybe it did need to be outrageous rather than competent. So, I think I think there is a gap, but we'll figure this out once we get the bike on the street instead of these closed environments. Since I told you that I rode three different units, you should also know that I had three different suspension experiences on them. And TVA said tire pressures were checked on all, so the variation is coming from suspension. The first scooter I rode had a really nice ride quality, where it was nice and comfortable and plush. But if you came on a speed breaker a little bit quickly, the other side it would bottom the rear a little bit. If I hit the brake suddenly as you would into the turn, you'd bottom the front immediately. So it was the softest scooter I rode. Then the middle scooter I rode was the briefest scooter I rode because I I broke it effectively, I'll tell you why. Uh, And on that scooter, the ride quality was harder by quite a bit. So even on the straight where there are those few bumps, you'd feel all of those bumps which the first scooter, there was nothing. Okay. The third scooter I rode had something in the middle so then when I asked them, they said the suspension setup is very near to final and we have two final settings. We've still yet to choose between the two final settings. So we're trying to get feedback and see which one works better for who. I think they should go for the softer setup of the two. It felt like a more usable setting without getting in your way in terms of cornering and stuff.
0: So as a maxi scooter, you're still thinking about it as a city focused maxi scooter, not something because... With, uh, with 100, a hundred kilometers of, of range, range,
1: it's yeah. a city scooter. There's no yeah. way around it. So it's not like you're looking to get out onto the highway with this or no? no. I think this is a cool product to have in the house and do the scooter thing. It's not a scooter that uh, changes your uh, latitude for doing other things with it.
0: So the softer setup is better? To me, yes. Yeah,
1: that way. I think I would only tell them that make it much more stiff right at the end so that if I have loaded the suspension to that extent, instead of bottoming, it absorbs it. Correct. That's all.
0: Okay. Now in terms of the scootery stuff, storage? Um, Okay, so between your legs is a
1: tunnel as you would normally see on an Aerox or something, except that that's where the battery's sitting. Hmm. So, it's a narrowish tunnel, you've got a spacious place for your leg, no problem there. But it's not practical in terms of, I can't store anything there and the charging port is right there.
0: Uh, but, sorry, where's the charging port?
1: In between your legs on the top of the tunnel. Oh like sorry. the Aerox's
0: fuel filler cap,
1: right. that's roughly where this thing's charged. Okay, is. so in the spine itself is where they have the slot yeah, and for. The battery right under it, so it okay. makes sense. Uh, under the seat is 19 litres of storage. Which in scooter terms is one step short of terrible, and this is only because, for example, the River is carrying 44 liters of storage in that space. Uh, the Ola is doing 32 or 36 liters or something like that, and even the Aether which we don't regard as a market leader in this part of the game, is also doing I think 20 plus liters. So right. TVS have a really small amount of space there. Right. Understandable because the tail tapers to a point because it's a sporty scooter. Mm. If they were wider they would have more space if they didn't want to create the clearance between the wheel and the tail to make it look sporty they would have had more space obviously they don't have the option what i'm really really unhappy about is that the portrayal of this is that it'll take a full-face helmet
0: Mm.
1: how does a 19 litre space on a narrowing scooter take a uh, helmet upside down and to me that's just i mean it's unbelievable that you know, geek level, nerd level engineers at TVS would not see the fact that helmets are always stored with the uh, open side down on the ground. That's where the rubber bead is to protect the shell, but they're expecting you to store the helmet upside down. Mm. And when I asked them this question, they said, I think we should test the helmet and see how much damage it creates. And maybe it doesn't create as much damage as you think. So to me, I would just never store a helmet under that thing. seat. there's no way to do it. I mean, and that's if it closes with the RI in it, because we know that the Indian full face helmets will still fit into yeah. many of these seats. The uh, global standard helmets generally do not. Uh, the River Indy, I think, is the only exception where it did go in. On the River Indy, I should point out, if you do that, protect the front of your helmet, because you will definitely scratch up your visor. Alright. Right? So is there enough storage on this scooter? I don't think so. Uh, you'll have to learn your way around not, it. Not enough by electric scooter standard. Uh, Oh no, no. And electric scooters have moved the game on. Right. Right. When we were, everybody was saying 16, 18, 19, 20 litres of storage, River Indy was saying 44 litres of storage. So, it's not even in the same magnitude. But, again, TVS is saying sporty scooter, not practical scooter. So, just like we discounted these factors for the Aerox, Aerox. I think it's only fair to discount these for the TVS-X also. Scooters are practical uh, things, but the TVS-X says upfront that practicality is not the forefront of what it does. It's supposed to be the cool product that sets the agenda for what TVS could do mm. if the engineers were unleashed and said, great, don't worry about price, just make something.
0: Do you think this is like a beta of sorts? like uh, Because it's electric. They can amp up the power. The
1: uh, A beta suggests something that is in development. Mm. I think this is the first step in a direction. Right. Right. It's not beta in the sense of hooky jerky unfinished. Correct. That's not what I mean. What I mean is this like the first step. Like to say, I, th- I think, look, if you consider TVS as a company that's changing and becoming a global relevant organization, then they can't be seen as a manufacturer of practical products only. They have mm-hmm. to show another side to it. I think this is one way to explore another side to it. And I think if you were to compare their two recent products, which is the X and the RTR 310, I think the X gets a lot more right than the RTR 310 gets right. So, in that sense, I understand what they've done. Does it click into place? X does
0: more right than the RTR 310.
1: Yeah. Because see, if after 10 years, the 310 is still a 310 where the market has moved on to a 400, I have a lot of questions about why that engine didn't grow. Mm. Uh, If the conversation about the 310 is about all the gadgets and gizmos that it gets, but when you go to the showroom, all of them are optional things you have to pay extra for. The 2.74 price is actually relevant to the conversation. Then I have questions about why is the conversation not about the engineering of one of the best frames on the market. Uh, instead of, oh, we have an IMU now, so we can do these things. Sorry, I I started thinking about the RR, not the RTR. Yeah, so to me, the TVSX gets a lot of those elements very right. Uh, But they are also setting expectations correctly by saying, hey, not a practical scooter, not something you'd you'd go with your wife to do shopping on. It can, but you'd be carrying your bags because under the seat, not much is going to
0: fit. So fair. Okay, so then basically, I'm hoping that in the real world, or whenever you get more time with it, that it's actually more exciting in its performance I hope so too because the way it looks the way it's priced the way it's I mean the lack of I mean le- being less practical than other EVs the one thing it should nail is being exciting yeah
1: and also just to set context for you again once uh, when we rode a fast bike in a controlled environment you can tell that it's fast and it'll come to the real world and feel like wow this is so fast it amps up when you re- ride a bike in a closed environment and you say this feels quick then it can come out and feel like yeah it's fast enough Mm. but when a bike feels too subtle even in a closed environment then it comes out it can fall down to oh man this is almost boring Mm. so we don't know where the x is going but I think it will fall on the side of fast enough so, in the traffic, you will think like, yeah, I have a nice fast scooter. But did I feel excited about the acceleration as I was riding at the track? Honestly, it's a little too mild for me. I think TVS could have given it more. So, it
0: doesn't have modes?
1: It does have three modes. Okay. They're called uh, Stride, something and Sonic. All spelled with an X in the beginning. And this, and TVS, I think, gone to town because… <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> so every… No,
0: one sec, now you pronounce Stride
1: with an X at the beginning, please. Stride. No. You know how, how Mahindra has a XUV700 which is actually the 7 double O. In yeah. the same way, this is the stride but it's called X stride. X stride. Yeah. If we were to take TVS's insight on how to pronounce things. So, the platform is called the Xeliton
0: mm-hmm. with an X. What?
1: Yeah. Oh, skeleton. Xeliton. So, there is a lot of Xing going on in this quota. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's almost Uh, ridiculous how many X's are in the story of the X. Can we do (laughs) ridiculous? Uh, Not yet, no. no, no. So, uh, but for what it's worth, what I think they've gotten right is Mm. that the three modes are completely different from each other and they don't feel like they approximate what the other mode does at all. Mm. So, when you select the slowest mode, it is the slowest mode. It's not too slow. I didn't feel like, oh, I'm struggling Mm. with this scooter. It feels fast enough. But it's very different from the middle mode, which is significantly quicker, oh, nice. etc. Which is significantly slower than Sonic, which is, let's go. Oh. So, it does have the idea that three modes which do thrif, three they completely different. different jobs. Right. And I can see why you'd select this or this or this in a particular situation. Okay. They've got that. Okay. The problem is that the ignition switch, uh, the uh, the right switch cube is a really complicated switch cube.
0: Okay, sorry. Uh, the 140 kilometers is in Sonic? No, of course not. Economy.
1: Uh, whatever stride yeah 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 yeah. yeah. again I'm, I'm again again and again i'm saying this is not a practical purchase i think this is a uh, uh, not a frivolous purchase but it's like a aspirational purchase where you're going to give up the idea of saying these few practicality elements is it's not why you're buying the scooter you're buying it for the performance you're buying it for how it looks you're buying it for i have a flagship product etc etc those are the values you're going for which is why this scooter will not sell well for TVS by the standards of what is good sales in India and i don't think that's the goal here right if i were tvs i would immediately be working on the next version of the x which would have even more performance even bigger wheels etc cetera, etc cetera, and you raise the bar again further
0: xx I double, don't know whether it'll be called X. the
1: double X or triple X or I, I don't know where you're going with this but yeah, I don't know what it's going to be called. But yeah. if I know TVS, the number of Xs will probably not grow because the connotations change and TVS is not that company. You yeah. and I both know this. If thing. I want a more powerful version of the X, what would it be? Uh, double X. X. Uh, see, because 450X is... State. No, TVS is... I, I, they engine, can't do number and this. TVS is an engineering organization, remember? First and foremost, they're an engineering organization. Yeah. So, X does not become XX in equations. It becomes 2X to it becomes X squared. X squared.
0: Yeah, I think X squared is good. I want an X squared. I don't know when it'll come. I'm sure that TVS is already working. I like the name. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think that that three lakh rupee mark X squared. No, I I think you're wrong. I want the X cube. X because cube cube is their
1: scooter line anyway.
0: Nice.
1: X cube. So you'll have the cube. Uh, I cube. Yeah. Then you'll have the I cube S. Hopefully, at least by then, we'll have the IQST. ST. ST. Then you'll have the X. And then you'll have the X I cube. X I cube.
0: I cube X. X squared. X cube. X cube. X cube. I think <laughs> X cube is good. Uh,
1: so, what I was telling you is that in the... Uh, yeah, the cubes. Sorry. Uh. Yeah. So, the switches and UI UX is where TVS is doing a lot of communicating. Mm. Uh, so, you've got a 10-inch... TFT touchscreen, which is a sort of looks like a floating screen and you can tilt it. Okay, Uh, but it tilts and holds by friction. Okay, so you can keep tilting it till you're blue in the face. Uh, And my worry about that is when you park it somewhere and people figure out TVSX screens tilt, then just like they do with your mirrors, they will be doing that with your screen. And I'm not happy about that idea. So, I was telling them that the Multistrada V4 screen also tilts but there is a lock at the bottom like a knob and you unlock, tilt and lock. So, when somebody's trying to mess with it, it feels like a rubber mounted screen but it doesn't feel like it tilts. I think that's a superior solution. Uh, we'll see what TVS does with it. So, have they nailed the idea of how to tilt it and it stays there? Yes, they have. Uh, do I think it's a great idea to just do that much? I have a feeling that this will uh, cause issues. Okay. This tenant screen runs a completely new uh, software. Think of it as uh, TVS's own operating system and TVS's own app store is what they're trying to build. Okay. So there is a screen with widgets on it and the widgets have football scores and cricket scores. It's got weather, it's got state of charge and all the other things. And it's a fairly complicated uh, system in terms of it has a lot of ability already available and more will come. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in that sense, they are trying to... vehicle related apps? Uh, so, state of charge, tire pressure monitoring system, maps, uh, you can do a 5. So,
0: DBMS is? Uh,
1: you, uh, I don't know if it is standard or not because it's a little unclear right now, but it can do that. Okay. Uh, and you can uh, see a 5-point trip on a map it will show you charger uh, locations and TVS is tied up with a bunch of companies and those companies are being able to tell them where the charging station is and is it available right now etc etc if you're paying for fast charging you'll be billing through the uh, scooters app itself so they've built a system that says it will be a full environment of digital features and I don't know what the name for this OS is, but it feels like TVS is trying to build an electric vehicle OS that they will now use for everything else. Limited feature sets for cheaper things and more complicated feature sets for other things seems to work reasonably well. Mm. The problem is that, uh, and it's a touch screen, yeah it's a touchscreen, and you have five levels of regen from very low to very high, which we couldn't experience because the battery was full. When the battery is oh, full, the correct. region doesn't work. My suggestion to TVS was, and to everybody who's using preset region, is region must feel the same in all conditions. Whether you're able to consume that battery and put it uh, consume that energy and put it in the battery or not is irrelevant to me as a user. Mm-hmm. I want a consistent experience. So if I'm set max region, which is I close the throttle and the scooter starts to slow, I want it to slow that much every single time no matter what the state of charge is. If I, uh, it shouldn't be because, oh, you're at 90% plus, so there is no region effectively. Oh i don't like the idea of this region kicking in at some point Mm. so i i was a moment ago at 92 percent charge i closed the throttle scooter went like a (laughs) two-stroke and then it hit some critical parameter internally and now close the throttle and it's breaking almost i don't like that idea i'll give you an example of this on the ultraviolet f77 in ballistic mode their top mode they taper initial acceleration so when you open the throttle it's gentle and then it crosses the threshold and becomes hard Combat doesn't do any of this and every time I got stuck in traffic I found myself switching back to combat because the ballistic felt unpredictable to me because there was up to a point it would be gentle and then suddenly it would be rock hard. I just want it to be that kind of
0: go because Understood. I
1: selected that move. Understood. In the same way I don't want region to change. Mm. They're not doing dynamic region let's be clear. It's a set of region that you've selected but if the battery is full it can't do that. Correct. I want it to do that and waste that power. It's okay. Mm. I want it to be silent when it switches to I'm charging the battery.
0: I guess they got to figure out a way to waste it. That's the...
1: Yeah, wasting energy is the easiest thing. Humanity is super good at it. So I don't think that that will be a massive engineering challenge. But what I was coming to is that there is a three-way switch to arm the motor. Under that is a power switch to switch on the scooter. Under which is the mode switch. Uh, So many of us switched off the scooter while we were trying to change the modes. Happened. One sec. There's too many switches in a row.
0: No, no, no. So it can switch off while you're riding? In theory, you could hit it. No, but that
1: didn't happen. No, it was too short. Honestly, we will figure this out when it comes. But the problem is that there's a row of five switches. Understood. So there's a hazard, something in the front of the hazard, then a three-way switch start ignition, then actual ignition and then mode. Hmm. Uh, So many people hit uh, the power button instead of the mode button, right at the beginning, for example. uh, And then I broke the second scooter, (laughs) right? When I broke the second scooter, uh, somebody from TVA said, let me just double check it. Once they rebooted the scooter. What do you mean broke? Uh, I, I, so, basically, I was going down, I took the U-turn, I opened the throttle, uh, max performance mode, full throttle, and there was a cut sound and the scooter went into standby mode. Oh! And after that, when it returned, there was an extra vibration. So, I think something in, they have a two-stage transmission or something like that. Oh, really? In, it, it's a uh, reduction gear kind of thing. So, I think something snapped in there. Again, prototype, so it's not to be taken too seriously. Uh, but after that, the scooter didn't run well and they were going to verify what had happened. Mm. But while he was trying to verify and put it put the scooter into M mode, I watched him press the power button repeatedly and then turn the scooter off, then they turn the scooter back on and then they almost went for that button before they switched to the mode button. So I think that power button sitting there is going to be an ergonomics problem. It should be in the center of the scooter because it doesn't have a key. Okay. See, this is the equivalent of the key. So it might as well be in the center of the scooter. So You can't confuse it. There's no reason for it to be on that cube. I would be happier about it. Today, you unlock the scooter with the watch or a a phone app. Uh, Five family profiles can be stored, so there can be five people who can use the scooter. But that button there is really annoying me because I saw multiple people make the same ergonomic mistake. And from what I understand about design, if a human being is constantly making that mistake, then the human being is not in fault, the design is at fault. So, uh, I would totally change that. Today, you can also change modes whenever you feel like, including when the throttle is on. So, at one point, I was following that test rider, uh, Sundar, I think his name is, and I was sitting there and with my left hand, I was pressing the mode button to see what would happen. And my scooter would accelerate and then gentler and then gentle and then accelerate and I don't think that that's a good idea. The capability exists, it's very easy to do, but I don't think it's a good idea, you should be forcing the rider to roll off the throttle, make a mode change and then get back on the throttle to experience a completely different acceleration state. I mean, think about it, you've got your younger brother sitting behind you and he's a naughty bugger and he basically reaches and presses the mode button and you're under acceleration, he will change your scooter experience without you realizing it, it's just silly. (laughs) Alternative to this is the Chetak idea, which I really, really like, which is I'm in economy mode. I want to overtake that thing, which is why this mode you can just seamlessly switch. Open the throttle. Give me the other mode as long as I'm accelerating. When I roll off the throttle, it goes back into your original mode, knowing that if you again open the throttle like this, it will do the transient mode switch again. So it gives you a burst when you need it. So once you have those buttons in that kind of proximity, I'm worried now. I I don't think that's such a great idea. Okay. apart from this, what else? Uh, our usual warnings about TVS service we know that we get an unusually high amount of complaints about the quality of TVS service including for the iCube which technically is an EV so it doesn't need much help so if you're going to be looking at buying the TVSX be warned that it's not always a smooth experience with TVS uh, and I'm only calling them out because it's the most frequently mentioned brand in this particular aspect right. uh, so if you're buying a TVSX do expect some amount of friction at the dealer uh, at service especially and what else summarize all right. You did it so well in the previous motoring
0: first, might want um, to do it again. Okay, so the design is a bit busy because of the different uh, design elements coming in, like the spine plus the subframe. They're also in different colours, so it ends up feeling like a it's a slightly older cool idea. That's yeah, dom- it's, and again, it's not a hodgepodge. Huh.
1: It's not bad design.
0: Correct. It's just a busy design in a world tending towards minimalist design. Correct. That's going towards cleaner looks, right? Uh, it feels big. It doesn't feel like a small scooter. No. It's a, it's design says maxi scooter and it feels that way. Yeah. Um, the spine isn't just for looks. It's, it's a, it, that's it, the structure. It, it, that is the okay, structure. Uh, it's
1: 10.3 kilos for the whole uh, aluminium structure, f- including the twin spar and the subframe. Oh, wow. And the subframe is bolt on.
0: Subframe is blue. Mainframe is silver. Okay, and between the spine is of course the battery, there is a duct up front from which the air, cool air is pushed back to the motor to cool the motor
1: and the batteries have a chemical... Yeah, technically it's an air-cooled battery but there is some chemical magic going on inside also right so it will present as a air-cooled battery with fins Mm -hmm. and all of that and tvs is i I like the fact that they pointed out saying you remember that we've done air-cooled motors for a really long time Mm -hmm. so how to calculate the fin depths and directions and all of that we are already very good at it we brought all that expertise trying to cool the battery right so did we get to see the battery pack honestly no but this is something i would take tvs's word as as -hmm. gold yeah They've I, done I've, this for a long time, so they would be able to air-cool the system effectively. The RAM air duct will definitely produce a result okay. and there's chemical magic in there,
0: which I
1: can't discuss with you.
0: And it's a 4.44 kilowatt hour battery. The motor is about, um, what, 10, uh, what 11 it, max, 11 7, max. Continuous. Yeah, 7 continuous kilowatts. That's in kilowatts. So whatever, um, 10 horsepower and about 10, 11, 11, 11 and 15, 14, 15 horsepower. Uh, from the electric motor, top speed is 105. Claim range is 140. Neither of which set it up as a flagship, considering the price with charges included would be about 273 lakh uh, rupees. Like. So it's it's an expensive scooter. Yeah. Uh, performance, what you said was it felt quick, not
1: excitingly quick. Yeah, I think it's a combination of the weight, size and performance. If mm. this was a much smaller scooter like the Ather is, I think the sense of drama would be more heightened. Yeah. So, we'll establish how quick it is in the street. Numerically, it's a little bit quicker than all of the other scooters, including the Ather in warp mode or whatever.
0: Also, you didn't... um ride it enough. So I think that yeah, you, very limited you said 7-8 kilometers or something yeah. like that.
1: So. I, I'm going to say if I were to, I rolled a GoPro the whole time this time because it was so limited. <laughs> so on the GoPro footage, I don't think we've crossed 13 minutes even. Oh wow. So it's super limited time.
0: Okay. Um, other than that, it's not meant to be a practical scooter. So the under seat storage is 19 liters, which is low by electric scooter standards. Yes. And way. no
1: matter what you see, do not store your helmet upside down. The shell does not touch the ground. It only touches the ground when you're having a crash, please. Okay.
0: Um, other than that, uh, the switch cubes are a little complicated, uh, too many switches one near the other, which is
1: also okay. The power switch is definitely going to cause problems. It definitely needs to be moved. It's a really, really poor design choice.
0: I feel like I'm flunking this exam. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just adding <laughs> comments to what you're saying. You're not saying anything wrong yet, right? Uh, experienced three different kinds of suspension setups on the three different vehicles that you rode. One was soft, which is your recommended setting for something like this, considering it's not really going to be a scooter that you're going to travel with. The other one was in between and the third one, the one you rode in between was the firmest one and the
1: third one was the one that was... yeah. And we don't know which one TVS is going for yet. This is one thing that will have to be established only once we get the final product.
0: Deliveries as of now are delayed by a month already and we'll be starting with Bangalore, Bengaluru, and uh, bookings are open for five with five thousand rupees yes yeah
1: and TBS tv said something about the first two thousand customers get access to a concierge service of some sort right. and they'd get a Garmin smartwatch with it and all that i'm assuming those two thousand bookings are already done right uh, i don't know what the meaning of this concierge service is okay. uh, every time a credit card has offered me a concierge service i've never used it so i don't know whether it works doesn't like
0: more. the app business for me honestly the connected apps
1: yeah most manufacturers make messy apps and so we generally don't have too much expectation from there hoping tvs's app is better because and, they've reinvented their entire process so we'll and coming
0: it. to that it has a you didn't give a size for the touchscreen the infotainment 10 inch something 10 inch
1: oh, it's 10 inch yeah,
0: yeah it's big it's a big screen oh wow you'll that. see
1: it on the on the gopro footage when you put it's
0: big and wide yeah wow that's big yeah okay yeah so, if it's a 10-inch touchscreen ha- which has a suite of apps, which TVS has got on board for. Yeah, you can watch Reels on the
1: screen. Really? Fortunately, at standstill, but yeah. I mean, the idea of being what you said for the Nexon EV also. Uh, what if you're charging, what do you want to do? Uh, so, I think you can play a game like... No, Reels
0: automatically... So, that means YouTube or Instagram? YouTube. Okay. Shorts. Shorts, huh. That's what I was thinking. Instagram, wow. No, so
1: you can see YouTube Shorts on it. You can play some basic games, like you can play knots and crosses if you feel like. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they've done some stuff and obviously TVS being TVS, as soon as you arm the motor or whatever, these Mm -hmm. games will disappear completely uh, from your view.
0: And it's got a certain X factor in its naming convention, like the skeleton. Lots of, lots of Xs. And ride modes, three ride modes. uh, I only remember Zonic uh, right now. Stride and Zonic,
1: I remember. The middle one, you want me to look it up? I no, can. no, no, that's fine.
0: Huh. And uh, yeah, so, is, does that round it up? Round it up?
1: Yeah. yeah, more or less. I
0: missed something. More or less,
1: okay. So, my takeaway from this is, uh, as a flagship electric scooter, there's a lot of promise in there. Uh, it's not... Like wildly exciting, which is what I was hoping for, that it is not, for sure.
0: I think that's fair, considering the price. To be honest, like I like I told you, I came in with just three things in my head, yeah. right? And at that price, considering how good the iCubes already are, yeah. going with something that looks as outrageous as this, that's priced as outrageously as this. The only thing you would add to that is yeah this is going to be an outrageous electric scooter
1: yeah so to me the fact that the top speed is only 105 the range is only uh, 140 claimed uh, are all uh, tvs being tvs mm-hmm. doing conservative things i wish that they had really uh, let themselves go a little bit mm-hmm. you know and uh, obviously with a battery the problem is it has weight and then you have to manage the weight and then the weight adds expense i'm saying you're already a two and a half lakh rupee scooter
0: all right Right.
1: We might as well have overcome those expectations. You know how the simple one saying that, oh, we have what 300 something claimed range. I mean, after that, nothing happened. I get it. But there's a 300 claimed range. That's an outrageous conversation. Hmm. So the X has outrageous design. Yes. Does it handle like a proper sporty scooter should?
0: Yes. And TVS is the one company if they said that they would get 300 kilometers of range. We wouldn't dismiss it. Yeah, right? they would. Yeah. They would. yeah, exactly. We wouldn't take it as paper numbers you
1: know. So to me, we want to see the scooter in the real world and see how much of this translates into great feelings. I think there'll be a lot of good feelings for sure. Mm. How many of these will be great feelings, new flagship? I'd like to see. I'm not very happy about the fact that a lot of this recent TVS conversation is about Gizmo's gadgets, technology and features. Mm. I think the underpinning of what we understand about tvs is how good they are at engineering and how much they enjoy that engineering absolutely i had those conversations offline with those people again mm. so i know that fundamentally they're not doing different things but is the top line conversation about gadgets and gizmos a sustainable conversation for an engineering company i'm honestly not convinced but there's a lot of new people at tvs trying a lot of new things please try new things some of these will not work some of these will work uh, sudarshan is a relatively young person at the head of affairs and Sudarshan will want to try his own personal insights out also. Again, some will work, some will not work. So we are seeing a company in transition, Mm. which is okay. I think the transition should be built on what the company stands for in the first place. Mm. The thing that led them to being India's uh, third largest motorcycle company, etc, etc, which is hardcore engineering. And I'm not hearing that conversation as often as I'm hearing, I have an IMU and my headlight changes how bright it is depending on speed and all of that. I'm not and this doesn't feel like a long-term conversation. I, I want to
0: tell you one small story, one small instance. I don't remember which vehicle it was. So it was a, a, a test ride like this at Hosur. And, you know, before you typically go ride the vehicle, there's this presentation, there's this room they have, conference room of sorts, where you sit and there's a big projector and uh, they'll give you a lowdown on the vehicle. In one of those presentations where they had a new seat on the vehicle, a new way, a new way of making a seat... They had double density or triple density foam or something like that. I remember TVS didn't just say it has double or triple density foam; They had 32 graphs. They had graphs to show what it did over different bumps at different speeds, how the yeah. rider would move over that and how the amplitude changed. And that is TVS. Yeah, yeah,
1: full not Central there and I love them
0: for I it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, awesome. I still remember it, right? And yeah. you enjoy those conversations with them because they are so into that building yeah. their product,
1: right? Yeah. So anyways. No, so yeah. in fact, uh, I'll give you two incidents. Once I made a, I told them that this is feeling bumpy. Hmm. Uh, early Apache. Hmm. Where is it feeling bumpy? Uh-huh. At such and such place. By the time I finished the next lap and came, there were four guys with four laptops, all full of graphs. Uh-huh. Showing me how can it be bumpy that all our graphs don't have the bumpy. Uh-huh and there was one presentation at the auto expo which i remember with a great deal of horror now because tvs had a one and a half hour presentation which was graph after graph Mm. the upshot of it was our economy numbers will now look better but we've not changed our fuel economy the government is forcing us to change how we measure measure fuel economy which makes better numbers to me this is a three minute conversation
0: right
1: to the tvs r d guys this was a one and a half hour discussion with innumerable graphs right and by the end of it There were people there and you know who you are. There were people there who were exhausted by this conversation and telling each other, saying, okay, enough, yeah, they get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I love how geeky, nerdy this company is and how hardcore they are about their engineering. Yeah, Yeah, I love this, but I don't see that reflecting that fun of engineering, that joy that they take in this kind of Hmm. detailed engineering. I don't see it in the conversation and I'm honestly telling you, I miss it.
0: I feel it. Yeah, Hmm. okay. Well. I guess uh, that's it then yeah
1: yeah uh, next is uh, if and when we get the TVSX, then we will have the view story on it and uh, other uh, things as of today this is all we've got again We rode the scooter for about 15 minutes in total, 7 or 8 kilometers in total, in controlled conditions, which for EVs makes no sense at all. So, everything I've said, positive and negative, please take huge heaps of salt. Do not take this seriously. Uh, We're basically doing this because we did go there. We do have an opinion. I do have a feeling about it and I thought I should should share. It's entirely possible that we won't release this video at all because I don't think we've achieved much here. Mm. But in case you've still watched us despite, thank you so much for watching, we'll have an update on the X. Once TVS finalizes their scooter, and we get to test it in the real world. And
0: for once, don't ask us questions. Okay, we've we've discussed everything that we had to and we could <laughs> about the X. Yeah, we may,
1: no, no, please leave us a comment if you feel like we may not be able to answer them because it's not a final product yet and we don't have any experience yet. <laughs> and please don't ask us where the iCube ST is. The, in Dubai, they told us that uh, the ST will, conversation will happen now and we'll get a final picture and obviously we still don't have anything on the ST.
0: Thank you so much for watching.